Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series, My Story, with a sermon entitled, I Decided to Stop. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. Today we're going to be continuing our My Story series. Man, I am pumped up and jacked up about this series. I can't tell you guys how awesome it's truly blessed my life. Hey, if you guys haven't seen these things around town, they're called How Can We Pray For You. We've been sticking these things everywhere. Uh, we got little business cards that you guys can take with you. I know some of you took those last week. But, man, we've been, we've been putting these things everywhere. Why? Because we want to pray that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. Those go right to our website. And so you're able to submit prayer requests on there anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. As soon as we get those prayer requests, we begin to pray that God's going to do, that God will meet those needs that are submitted. And so, uh, listen, Friday night we had a prayer service in here. That's about an hour and 25 minutes. You guys, I'm going to tell you, it was an awesome night. I had so much fun doing it. I left here exhausted. I was so tired. Uh, why am I telling you that? Oh, you're just saying that and making people. Now, I just want you guys to know that when we pray like that and we do things like it, it drains us, like spiritually drains. And so, but it was refreshing to hear reports on Saturday of great things that have already taken place through uh, our prayer service on Friday night. So we're going to go doing these periodically throughout the year. So I'm excited. So you guys stay tuned for the next one. It's going to be, again, it's going to be awesome. But we love hearing those reports. So if you do have a report, a praise report from Friday night you would love to share with us please send a message to uh, Pastor Michael at medicchurch.com or you can send it right there on our Facebook page in the messenger we like we just want to celebrate all those wins the miracles that have taken place so we want to celebrate those things so uh, but we love hearing your stories so <laughs> speaking of stories here we've been talking about stories and last week we just uh, talked about deciding to start deciding to start and so how many have started something new starting a new journey anybody anybody anybody, anybody? anybody? me too so i want you guys it can be a, a slew of things so let's let's talk a little bit maybe you decided that you wanted to make a positive change in your life most of the times we do this in 20 or uh, no, no, not 2020 but we do these at the end of the year so uh, december 31st is approaching us man y'all believe so much it's september December's coming. But what a lot of people do is they start these New Year's things that they don't stick to. Oh, I'm going to start a new weight loss program. I'm going to go to the gym three days a week for at least an hour. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to save my money and not be wasteful spending. <laughs> we start these commitments, but we don't stick to them. <laughs> And I want to encourage you today, maybe you made a commitment before and, you, and you've, you know, you veered off of it. Hey, let's restart those things again today. And just like we talked about last week, starting fresh, starting new. And so uh, today I want to continue our series with I Decided to Stop. I Decided to Stop. We go mute this real quick. There we go. <laughs> Got a little echo there. I like the effects. But, <laughs> but anyway, all right, so I decided to stop. Wait a minute, Pastor Mikey. Last week you talked about uh, we got to go, we got to start, we got to get out there, we got to start a new story, we got to start a new page, we got we got to start it up, we got to start it fresh. Now you want me to stop. Now you want me to pull the reins back and stop. <laughs> See, I want to tell you something. Last week we talked a little bit about everybody has a story, and we're all continuing to write these stories that we have. 
Some are good. Some are bad. Some are in between. Here at Medit Church, we talked about that we have a lot more in common than we really realized, and we come together, and we can connect, and we can share our stories, and we realize, hey, me too. I dealt with that same issue. I dealt with that same problem. I talked about a little bit last week how I decided that I love mega stuffed Oreos. Praise God. And I struggle so bad when I go in there and I see that blue package standing there and I rip the thing open because it says lift and it'll stick back and I eat the whole sleeve of Oreos. Amen, preacher. Me too. I love Oreos and I love sticking it in milk and eating my Oreos. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, online campus, I need your help with something. On a scale of 1 to 10, you guys here in person, you guys can you guys can comment on it. I'll let you text in church. It's okay <laughs> on the online stream. But all right, on a scale of 1 to 10, and it's equal seconds now, between 1 to 10, how long does your Oreo stay in the milk? One second, two seconds, three seconds, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seconds. Six. Six. I got six. Online campus, what do you guys, on a scale of one to ten, what do you guys think? How long does your Oreo stay in milk? Soft. Soft. Five seconds. I'm hearing five seconds. Anybody? anybody? Six seconds. One, four. Tasha saying 1.5. Did I say anything about 1.5? I said on a scale of 1 to 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Trina, stop her. <laughs> Tell her. She's saying 2 now. 2 now. 4 now. Online campus. I love hearing from you guys. So comment those below. But I Googled this answer. I Googled it. And y'all know what the Googler said when I looked this up? Because I wanted to know what the average person said the Oreo cookie goes in the milk for. Let's see who got it right. Tracy said five seconds. Linda said four seconds. Tasha said on the online campus, two seconds. According to Google, five seconds is the, is the best amount of time that you can dunk that precious holy grail of dark chocolate. Oh, that's not dark chocolate. Milk chocolate with the cream, the mega stuff. Oh, five seconds is it. So y'all, I, text, I tested it out. I tested out the theory. And I want you guys to know that for the five seconds in the Oreo of milk, oh my gosh, let me tell you how good it is. It's so good. Are you eating Oreos back here? What are you doing? <laughs> I thought you had a pack of Oreos back here. Listen, 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 listen. It's all true. It's all true. It's all true. So I tested it out. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I stick my milk or my cookie in there, I let my finger go in because I don't want the cookie to drop at the bottom of the milk. <laughs> I, I want to, I, then I go on a rescue mission, it's bad, then I had to go back and get more milk, it's all horrible. But anyway, I put my fingers in the middle of it and I dip it in there. And when it starts getting just soft, I pull it out and eat it. And it's about five seconds. <laughs> but listen, 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 listen. But, but I decided that I have a struggle with this. And I decided, I told Tasha, we can't have no more Oreos in the house. No more Oreos, we got to finish the last packet we got. And I said, I'm going to finish those off because I decided I have to stop because I'm bad, y'all. January, well, we'll test it. January 2021, I decided, or December 31st of 2020, I decided January 1st, 2021, I was going to go on a diet. 
and your pastor was doing so good. And I got distracted, but then he got a hold of me. And I started doing bad things. I started eating bread. <laughs> I started eating two cheeseburgers instead of one cheeseburger with the bun and all the toppings to it. And then I started eating them Oreo cookies and the milk for five seconds. Oh, my. Y'all, y'all stop with the candy bar. They're so good. I got distracted. It was bad. Y'all, and, and, and listen, not only was I eating good, I was on the right path. I was doing great. I lost almost 50 pounds. I was, <laughs> I look good. <laughs> I still look rough. <laughs> and then I go over here to my restaurant all sauced up. And they got what they call cherry yum yum over there. And I don't want to eat one or share it. I'd eat two of them. And then I'd go over to Tracy's for 4th of July. She had this big old thing of banana pudding. And she didn't get the unleaded banana pudding. It was full octane. It had so much sugar in it. My gosh, my A1C went through the roof. My diabetes went up. I, it done went. I went to the doctor. She yelled at me. She's like, what are you doing? It's been bad. <laughs> so I had to decide. I had a decision to make. I told Tasha, I said, see, I'll see how we, we can't we can't get no more cookies. No more cookies. Online camera, she's behind the camera over here. So no more cookies. No more cookies. As I'm stopping by getting cookies at the Walmarts in the food line. No more cookies. I don't know where we got through this whole story about cookies, but uh, but sometimes we got we got to make the decision to stop because the decisions that we're making today will ultimately determine the stories that we will tell tomorrow. So when we have these things, I mean, I love cookies, y'all. And one thing I love more than Oreo cookies, the mega stuff, because you got to make sure you tell Tasha mega stuff and not double stuff because there's a difference. <laughs> I love them. But if I keep eating them cookies one sleeve at a time, I don't know how many is in a sleeve, but there's a lot to like eight. <laughs> One sleeve at a time. Then along the road, at some point, it's not going to be good for my health. If I don't get my blood pressure taken care of, it's not going to be good for my heart. If I keep riding around with my oil light on in my truck, it's not going to be good for my truck. We've done a sermon series not too long ago and, and we talked about uh, how many people had a check engine light on in their car and, and somebody you know, raised their hand and maybe you got a check engine light on in your car right now. But hey, listen, they're there for a reason. And, and, and what happens is, is it wants you to take your car in for service. Hey, you need to check this thing out. You need to see what's going on with it. There's maybe an issue and we're trying to tell you, hey, dum-dum, you need to fix it before it gets into a major issue. And, and that's kind of what I want to talk to you guys about today is the decisions that we're making today can ultimately affect our story for tomorrow. If I don't take care of my car and I don't put the right amount of gas in it, or you know, and if I don't take and get it all changed, I don't change the tire, I'm going to be on the side of the road. And then I'm going to have to be walking, which may be good for my health, but I'm going to have to start walking. But things that we choose to do in our walk, the things that we determine today, can affect a generation to come. 
I think back to the story at the beginning of times when God was creating everything and God was, he made everything and he said, it is good. And then he created Adam and he said, he said, hey Adam, you're in charge of the lands. Name the animals. Why do we have a lions and tigers and bears? Oh my. It's because Adam named them. And then God felt like that Adam needed a partner. He shouldn't be alone, so he created Eve. Put Adam in a deep sleep, created Eve. And, and, and so and my point of this story is, is the serpent slithered in to Eve because God had told Adam and Eve, hey, you can eat off any tree in the garden that you want, as much as you want, but there's one tree do not touch. Don't touch this. Don't touch it. Y'all can't touch this podium now. You can touch anything else in here, but don't touch the podium, all right? Don't, really, don't touch the camera. <laughs> uh, don't touch anything. But, uh, you know, but, but, but when you tell a child, hey, don't touch this, what's the very thing they won't go do? They won't touch it. My girls can have a thousand toys in their room. Thousands. I ain't joking. Thousands. And they could get up there and they could be playing. I'll use Legos for an example. We got them a Lego table we built and, and made and, and put all the pieces on it so they could stay in one spot and, and they could build Legos. And we got thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of Legos now. Thousands. I want y'all to understand thousands here, tens of thousands of Legos. And they could be up there and all of a sudden you'll hear them start fussing and fighting. Because the other one wants what the other one said they can't touch. Well, she said, I can't touch it, Daddy. I can't touch it. Ariel's like, Daddy, I'm mad because Lily said, I can't touch it. I'm like, there's 10,000 other Legos build the same exact thing. Well, Daddy, she done built it. I want what she's got. <laughs> but she won't let me touch it. Build the same thing. <laughs> I love my kids, y'all, but I, I don't know if they're like y'all, y'all's kids. But, man, they, they fuss and argue about the one thing that we say, don't touch. Don't touch it because curiosity takes place. In the, in the, garden, in the garden there, Adam, or, uh, the, the serpent went to Eve and said, hey, eat off this one tree. God said, you can't touch it. I know he said that, but the only reason he said that is because he knows that you'll be smarter than him. And so Eve had a decision to make. She could have run for her life <laughs> or she could have took bites. And so we all know what she decided to do. She took the bite of the apple and began to automatically, I'm sure in her mind and in her body, to start, you know, felt that, oh gosh, what did I do? You know, when you mess up, you're like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Especially, you know, when you're your kid, you're like, oh, shoot, mom and dad's going to be mad. I think that's how she felt. But then she went to Adam. And Adam had a decision to make. Eve, what did you do? How could you? God said, don't do this. And Adam was like, he had a decision to make. He could have run for his life, which he should have done. <laughs> or, Eve, you're so beautiful, girl. I love you. I'm going to be smarter than God, too, so I can take over the garden. <laughs> and so he took a bite. And I said all that to say that that the decisions that we make today will determine our story for tomorrow. 
And what happens is, is sometimes the decisions that we're making right now can affect a whole generation to come. From the beginning of time when Adam and Eve took a bite of this fruit, God said, don't touch it. You can have anything else, so don't touch this one thing. They affected generations after generations after generations all the way up to the current moment we're in. Ooh, you imagine being that person? Ooh. You know what I like? You know what I like? Me and Tyson said this yesterday. I remember what we were talking about, but I've heard this a, a long time. Well, why do I have to have this problem in my life? Why do I have to carry around a baby for nine months and have to go through labor pains? I'm like, got to ask Steve when you get there. Anybody ever heard that? I'm going to ask Adam and Eve when I get there. Why'd you make me go through this? I'm going to ask Adam and Eve when I get there. You ain't going to remember the question that you had. Quit being numb. Sometimes I'd really like to sit down with Adam and Eve like, what were you thinking? Let's just be real. You know, here at Medic Church, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're just as real as it can be. We, we just cut it straight. <laughs> and, and I just picture it as a realistic conversation. I'd like to sit down with Adam and Eve like, look, what happened? Are you dumb? <laughs> did, you have a, did you have a moment in your life? <laughs> me too. Let me tell you about it. I had a story. And guess what that story did? The decisions I was making affected the story for tomorrow. The decision that we made last week that, hey, I felt it in my spirit that, hey, we need to do a prayer service on Friday nights. The decisions that I made on Sunday last week in that moment and said, hey, we're going to do this affected Monday. And I sent out an email or a message to our team and said, hey, I want you to pray. This is what we're going to be doing on Friday night. They began to pray. They began to seek God with me. We began to fast. And that affected Tuesday as the enemy come at me and he come and tried to bother me and get in my mind and say, hey, what you're doing is crazy. And I began to pray and seek after God and that affected my decisions that I would do on Wednesday. Same thing. Wednesday come things I did, the things that I had affected what I would do Thursday and then on Friday because I stayed committed and I stayed on the purpose and I stayed on the course. We had an awesome time on Friday night. Not to say, hey, look at me and look what I did and I'm no better than anybody else, church across town, across the street, and other states, but I want you guys to know what we're doing today affects what we're going to do tomorrow. Because we were committed and staying faithful to what we're doing in the beginning of our story when we didn't give up. And God said, hey, because of your faithfulness, you may be weak, you may be tired, but you still give me strength. Because we didn't give up on God, we're telling our story today. And we're able to share with you what God has done in our lives. Uh, Hebrews 12 and uh, 2 says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author, the perfecter of our faith. And see, we want to continue to keep looking up. When our story you know, tries to get us distracted, the enemy tries to come at us and get us distracted, we need to keep our eyes fixed on God. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Sometimes it's hard for us to stay focused on what God's got us to do and called us to do. Oftentimes when God was in those moments, and especially at a young age, when God called me into ministry, I thought I was crazy. But I was excited. When I was a young kid, man, you called the ministry. <laughs> and I called and, and I told my pastor when I got back home, I said, his name's Pastor Jack Ford. Awesome man of God. Taught me so much. 
now going on to be with the Heavenly Father. But man, he, I wish he, I could share some things with what has done because of him, his impact that he made at me in a young, at a young age. And when he took me and took me under his wings and started instilling into me with what God had called him to do and had called me to do, he started helping me with the process. Because he knew what he was doing that day and in today's moments would help me start my story for tomorrow. The effect that he had, the effects that, that he done helped me tell my story today. We all have a story. All right, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. Let's look at Moses real quick. Here in the Bible, we're going to look at Exodus 18, 17 through 19. It says, Moses' father-in-law replied to him, what you are doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me, and I will give you some advice, and may God be with you. Now, Moses had a lot going on. <laughs> People were coming to him. They were stealing his burdens on him. Moses was tired. Share a story with you guys real quick. This stage up here, minus this part I'm standing on, but this part back here, online campus, I know you guys can't see it, but back here where the singers stand and they sing, I built this thing. <laughs> I know, scary, right? <laughs> but I remember the night when we were trying to finish the top. We were trying to lay the OSB down, and we were trying to finish screwing it down. This place is not by what they call plum at all. It's not square by no means. There's nothing square about this building. <laughs> nothing, but believe me. Besides this, it's, this wasn't made here. But anyway, so we had, to, we had to fabricate and cut these pieces of OSB a certain way so they would fit. And I had been working hard. I had been working long hours, and, and I was tired. I was frustrated. It was late. And I don't think you guys understand. I was working my full-time jobs, and I was coming in here every night. Me and Tasha, we were building this thing and, you know, had kids. And, I mean, it was just a lot going on. We were trying to get prepared to, for lunch Sunday, and, and we were building this stage. And I remember my mom and dad had come in because it was late, and they're like, hey, we need to go get something to eat. And I'm like, listen, i got to finish this. I want to finish it. Because I'm not the type of person that starts something and doesn't finish it. I hate it. It drives me to Tasha will tell you. When I, when I start something, I like to finish it. A lot of times I get frustrated and I have to stop and take a breather. But at that point, I was committed. I said, I have to get done. And my dad looked at me. He said, I was getting ready. To, I had the saw in the hand, and I was getting ready to cut that last piece of OSB. And he said, stop. He said, stop what you're doing. He said, you about to, you about, you're going to screw up something really bad. Just stop. He said, you're tired. He said, go home. Come back tomorrow. I said, but I want to finish it. He said, what's one more day going to hurt? He said, take a breather, go home, start fresh tomorrow. Sometimes it's good to take that advice. I said, okay. <laughs> so I cut the saw off and we went to eat, went home, got rested, come back next day, we finished. But I took that advice and in that moment, sometimes we don't want to hear that advice. Because we think we know best. But sometimes we have to take and we have to look at it from a different perspective. You guys don't know this, but I had our team along with some other folks, our board of directors, 
four people that don't attend our church at all to look at our worship experiences and fill out a questionnaire for me that we were looking at things from a different perspective and not just our own. And we got some great feedback, some awesome feedback, and it helped us to establish some improvements that we need to make because, because what we're doing, <laughs> the scripture said what we're doing is not good, but here at Medic Church, we don't want to just be good. We want to give God our very best and the best that we can offer. So we're constantly trying to improve things. That's why when you guys say, you know, we see things, you're like, why don't y'all do that? We're trying something different. We're going to do something different and see what happens. If that don't work, we'll try something else different. Because we're always looking to ways to make ourselves better. Again, not to say, hey, look at us, but to say, God, we want to give you our best. We want to give you everything that we have and give you the best that we can offer. But it was from a different perspective that we learned these things. And that's what happened here. And it so happened to be Moses' father-in-law. Sometimes that gives you the best advice. My father-in-law's great. I love my father-in-law. He's a hard worker. And if I needed advice, I know I can pick up the phone. I can call him. I can text him. He's going to be completely honest with me. And he'll tell you, hey, what you're doing is not good. It's dumb. You need to do it. And, and, and again, it goes on in the scripture. says he'll give you advice. But he's also going to give me that good, sound advice, that godly advice, just like I know my dad does. And so I want to encourage you today that when you feel overwhelmed, just think sometimes it's best for us to stop. Stop what we're doing. Maybe we need to take that advice from someone. Hey, man, I'm dealing with this. Can you give me your perspective on it? And make sure you find people that you can entrust in, and that you can love on, and they'll love on you, show you the right path. Don't find you a gossip group. Because gossip groups don't get you anywhere. <laughs> Amen, preacher. So Moses stopped what he was doing. He says here in uh, Exodus 18 and 22, in the latter part, it says, they will make, you, make your load lighter because they will share it with you. If you do this, and as God's commanded, you will be able to stand the strain, and all these people will go home satisfied. Moses listened to what his father-in-law said and did everything. I'm dyslexic, and I read that backwards. So it says his father-in-law, <laughs> Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. He did it. What's some reasons we may need to stop doing what we're doing? Well, some reasons that, that maybe, maybe here, let, let's look at it. Let's, let's, let's look at this. You don't know what you're missing if you stop. That's deep right there, y'all. You don't know what you're missing if you stop. I don't write reports like um, school reports, like essays and stuff. And Lily came in the other day. Fourth grade student, she's having to write sentences. <laughs> she goes, Daddy, what is this? And she gave me this big weird word and something with English that she's learning. And I said, baby, I have no idea what you're talking about. Because I stopped doing that a long time. And believe me, I don't miss it at all. <laughs> but if we're doing things in our life 
that are not pleasing to God, if we stop doing them, you'll realize that you don't need those things after all. Pastor Michael, you mean to tell me that if I'm on drugs, that I won't miss that feeling? You obviously never haven't felt a Jesus high. Because, because those things, they only satisfy you in those moments. They feel good when you're doing it. They feel great. They feel awesome. I'm getting drunk. I'm getting high. I'm partying. I'm snorting cocaine. I'm shooting up. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm having sex. It feels great in those moments. It feels good. But if we stop doing what's unpleasing to God, then you'll realize you're not missing anything. If I never had another Oreo in my life, guess what? I wouldn't be missing anything. I wouldn't miss nothing about it. If I never had another Duggle stuffed Oreo as good as they are, I wouldn't miss it. If I knew that was so unpleasing to God and I could just walk away, I'd walk away. Pastor Michael, that's silly. You're talking about Oreos. I'm talking about real life things I got going on in my life. Guess what? You can walk away from it. It may take a lot of prayer and a lot of seeking after God and reading your Bible and praying every day, but guess what? It's going to feel better because you won't miss it once it's gone. Number two, the reason is to stop. You don't know what it will cost you if you don't. I don't stop doing this. If I don't stop eating these Oreos, if I don't stop doing these drugs, if I don't stop having sex for them, if I don't stop having uh, these drug addictions, these problems, I'm going to read up the more issues that I never thought I can encounter. It's going to cost you a lot more if you don't stop. It can cost you relationships, friendships, health, different things. You can have nervous breakdowns and quits. Cry out to God and curse him. Pastor Mike, I thought you wanted them feel good preachers. Nope, not me. What we're doing today affects us what we're going to do in our story for tomorrow. What we're doing today, overeating, man, it feels good when I go to the buffet and I try to stay away from it, but it's going to affect me tomorrow and into the long term. Last night we went out and let me and Tasha celebrate our 11 year anniversary. And we're trying to figure out what we were doing for dinner. I said, I said listen. Go somewhere nice. I'd like to have a steak. It's going to be good. <laughs> so we went to this nice restaurant over in King, and it was really good. And I said, man, they got prime rib. It was so good, y'all. <laughs> and I should have, they had two options. They had a small and a large. What y'all think I got? I got a large. Y'all know it's, it's my anniversary. I'm doing well. But I should have known that I should have stayed with the. If I even if I got the steak, if I got the prime rib, I should have just stayed with that in the salad. But I was like, uh -uh, I gotta have the mac and cheese. Where are we going to dessert after this? <laughs> I gotta stop by all sauce dumb, get that cherry yum yum because it's so good. I'm going by Traces to get that banana pudding with the extra octane sugar in it. <laughs> Again, it feels good. It feels good. If I keep overspending then I'm not going to be able to be financially stable. I joke all the time when Tasha goes out of town with her mom and she leaves me alone with a debit card, I usually buy something that I don't really need. I need it, but I don't really need it. And it's expensive. If I stop doing that, my savings account 
probably be a lot better than it is now. I told Tasha yesterday, I said, I love spending money. I love spending other people's money at that. If y'all ever need help spending your money, just call me. I'll go with you. It makes me feel good. <laughs> it makes me. You need help, I'll help you. <laughs> uh, but we're striving after financial freedom. Why? Because I don't want to be burdened down with the problems of having to worry about what's coming out. Now, we're very smart. We try to do right things. We, you know, we pay our tithes. We give to the church. We do as much as we can. We do things. We, y'all, when we like do the book bags, the candy, and, and collecting candy for, um, uh, what's that thing we're doing? Trunk or treat. <laughs> See, it's catching up. Me and Tasha spend our money, too, to provide to that. Why am I telling you guys that? Because I don't want y'all to think I'm just up here loaded with a bunch of money. <laughs> but we're faithful to what God's doing. And we believe in what God's doing. And if we can take a moment to bless somebody's life, we're going to do it. And we're going to take full advantage of it. Most of you guys have probably been out to eat with me. And there's probably been a chance that if you've been out to eat with me, I've bought your meal. I have a couple right now. The last three times, two or three times we've been out with them, i bought their meal. And so that's, that's not why we come so you buy our meal. But the next time we go out, they told me last time, it's the next time we go out, we get the bill. I said, I do it because I want to. I do it because I can. Don't stop the blessing. People's blessed us. It's been a lot of times where I didn't know where my next meal was going to come from, but somebody blessed me, and it's been great. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we need to seek after God and, 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 and look at him, and we need to choose the things that we need to focus on. Today, I want you to encourage you to examine your life and look at your life at some of the things that you may need to stop. Yeah, I know I've joked around about Oreos. And my hope is that you'll remember when you get home and this week when you see that bag of Oreos, hey, I might need to stop some things in my life. Your pastor's unique. And he's learned a thing or two because he's, I can't ever remember it. <laughs> we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. That's what your pastor knows. Because I've seen things and I know that they work and I know that God can touch each and one of your lives. I'm going to close with this. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such great clouds of witness, let us throw everything that hinders and the sins that so easily entangle us. Y'all, sin, when we sin, I don't know about y'all, but there's been times I've sinned in my life and it's felt great. I got them back. They did me wrong, so I did this. I did that. And, and, and in those moments, it felt great. It felt like, man, I got that, that power I needed over them. And then I start realizing, was it really worth it? Was the sins that I was committing in those moments, was it truly worth what I was doing? I don't know who needs to hear this today, but there's times that, that in our life we put our trust in man. We put our trust in a person. And, I, and I, I, I want you guys to know something. You can put all your trust in me that you can, and I'm still going to let you down. 
I would never do it intentionally. I would never do anything to intentionally do something to hurt somebody or to let you down. It's just not me. It's not my character. But there may be something in your mind, hey, he should have done this. He should have been there. da 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 whatever. And you feel like I let you down. I'm going to let you down. I'm not perfect, but I'm going to tell you the man that I serve is perfect. But, but there's people that you're trusting in in your life. And maybe you've trusted them for a long time. And you, I, I want you guys to hear me today. It may be time to stop listening to people in this world. Now, I'm not talking about listening to authority figures. If a cop pulls you over, do what they tell you to do. I'm not telling you not to listen to them. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you some advice. you got people in your life trying to give you bad advice, give you bad prayers. I'll just be transparent with you. There's, if you guys try to come pray for me, I probably won't let you pray with me. But I, I'll cut you off. Why? Because I only let certain people pray for me. Why do I do that? Because I don't want certain bad voodoos on me. If your walk in life isn't right, I don't need you praying for me. Not that I'm above anybody, but why? Because I want spirit-filled people praying for me. I don't need demons coming after me no more than what I already got. And, and I, I want you guys to know that God loves each and every one of us. I will pray for you all day long. Why will I do that? It's Friday night. We spent almost an hour and a half. And at the, when we got towards the end, I got to my last song that we were doing. And I said, I will stay here all night long if you want prayer. And I will stay committed to you and I will pray you. Why? Because I believe in the power of prayer. Because the God I serve, I know, can touch your life, can heal your life. The people that we put trust in, I put my trust in a lot of people, and guess what? They've let me down. I learned things from these people, and I said, I'll never do people like this. Why? Because that's not how God treats people. Here at Minute Church, we believe and everyone comes from a different background. But we all can connect together and let God restore the brokenness in our life. But today, if you guys will, will just stand with me. And I want to pray. God, I want to thank you so much for this day. I want to thank you for everybody that's tuning in with us today, God. And God, those that are on our online campus and may listen to this later on or the podcast later, God. God, I just want you to touch them right now. Lord, begin revealing to them today things in their life that they need to stop. God, my prayers, every time they pass by an Oreo container, God, that they'll, it'll be come back to their mind that they need to stop something. God, remove those things in our life, God. God, help us to stop trusting in mankind. Because, God, they're going to let us down every time. God, help us to stop being angry. Help us to stop sinning when we, when we feel like, hey, they've done us wrong and it feels like the right thing to do. God, help us to know that that's not right. And God, keep us on the straight path. God, when things get hard, they get rough. God, help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. And Lord, if somebody don't know you today, let them know all they can do is say this simple prayer. Dear God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins and help me to keep my eyes fixed on you. When it gets hard, God, help it be a reminder that you're always with me.
name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.